Welcome to the Brisbane Property Podcast with your hosts, Melinda and Scott Jennison from Streamline Property Buyers, your local Brisbane property specialists. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Um, I'm Scott Jennison, I'm the uh, Licensed Builder in Queensland and the Acquisitions Manager at Streamline Property Buyers. And welcome back to another episode here of the Brisbane Property Podcast. Um, you probably already know uh, Melinda Jennison is my name and I'm the Managing Director, Buyers Agent and Qualified Property Investment Advisor here at Streamline Property Buyers. And today we've got a fantastic episode planned for you uh, with our podcast and uh, we're going to give a major infrastructure project update because there's been a lot going on in Brisbane over recent months. Yeah, Brisbane's changed and changing, I think, by the day at the moment. Um, there's, there's a lot of talk, obviously, for the future for when people talk about um, the Olympics in 2023. Um, there is a lot of infrastructure happening, not just around that, but also in changing Brisbane as it is. Um, how it was, um, and obviously what it will look like in the future. So we thought we'd um, we'd dive into a bit of an update on what's happening in some of the projects as, so that um, everyone knows what's going on and, and when things are um, due to be completed. So I think if we jump first, one of the big ones, which I, you can't miss it, if you drive across the Southeast Freeway and in between the city, the CBD on one side and then the river, and then over across the South Bank, which um, we'll, we'll touch on South Bank later, which was the home for the World Expo back in 88. I don't think you can miss Queen's Wharf. Queen's Wharf has been um, under construction for a number of um, months, years, in fact, and it is now really starting to take shape. Um, in fact, Scott, you and I have um, taken a ride along South Bank on many occasions now, and every time we pass along the South Bank um, side of the river, we look back across to the north where Queen's Wharf is um, is being built, and it really is um, a, a prominent feature on on the bank of the Brisbane River. And um, you know, it's not going to be something that's ever going to be missed. It's it's definitely the icon of Brisbane. And um, you know, I know it's a three point six billion dollar project, and it has it, it makes up a really significant footprint on the bank of the river. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like that long ago when I remember we used to drive past and you look down into this massive hole um, where they were just excavating all this all the soil out and retaining everything, um, shoring up all the outsides. All of a sudden, you know, cranes started to happen, scaffold, formwork, you name it. And now when you drive past, um, it's well and truly up out of the ground. There's glass around the outside. Uh, the bridge has recently been lifted. So the bridge, which uh, links from South Bank across directly to the Queen's Wharf, um, the bridge is actually lifted up in place. Um, and and the, the project's well and truly happening and, and on track for completion 23-24. Yeah, look, I think for those that don't know, the, um, the construction itself consists of around Four luxury, oh, sorry, four luxury hotels, around two thousand residential apartments, and a casino. So it's a huge, huge project, and it really is going to put Brisbane on the map for those international tourists, but also for those visiting the region. But likewise, I think for locals wanting to, you know, experience that that type of upmarket um, inner city stay, um, it's going to provide a lot of uh, 
options for dining and, you know, restaurant precincts as well as um, entertaining options as well. So a huge project and um, I'm sure if you have driven through Brisbane recently, you will see that underway well and truly. And I think there's a couple more towers um, that have been approved beyond that um, to add a couple more towers onto it. But as we've said so many times, if you haven't if you haven't actually looked at it, do yourself a favour and Google that Queen's Wharf project it is very, very impressive and it definitely will um, put Brisbane on the map, that's for sure. Next big project I think that we've often talked about and we'll do another update and that's that Cross River Rail project. Now, we've talked about the fact that in Brisbane at the moment, there's a bit of a gridlock in the train network. So um, for those that know the current mapping, all of the trains come into and out of the Brisbane CBD um, through the same train line. So trains come through the Bowen Hill Station, uh, Fortitude Valley, Queen Street, Roma Street, and then they'll uh, actually head out in different directions. Now, the Cross River Rail will actually unblock that gridlock. So the Cross River Rail will connect new stations across at Woolloongabba with a new station at Albert Street, um, which will provide a different option for those um, trains that are coming into and out of the CBD. And it will actually unlock the whole network because what we'll see is that uh, we can provide more frequent train services throughout all of Brisbane. Um, and that's actually a huge, huge advantage for anyone living on a train line because um, instead of half an hour services, you might find uh, during the majority of the day outside of peak hour, you might find those services become more frequent. So the the cost, the estimated cost for the Cross River Rail is $11 billion. Huge uh, project. Massive amount of money on that one. So at the moment, the estimated delivery date on that one is 2025. Um, we do know that the um, the rail track paths have, have, have actually been completed to yes. date and, and everything is well and truly on track for um, the Cross River Rail to be delivered on time, I think, by lots of things. Yeah, and of course, the tunnelling is all complete. That was a milestone that was uh, reached earlier in 2022. So the fact that the um, the track paths are now complete, you know, it's it's a huge project and um, and bit by bit it's being, you know, uh, completed, but um, we're looking forward to seeing that delivery so that we as locals in Brisbane can all benefit from that, um, you know, increased accessibility into and out of the CBD. And, and I think one of the things which we move on to the next one, um, which we, as I mentioned, we talk about the Olympics quite a bit here. Um, I think it, it won't be long and it's going to come around pretty quick. I think the way time seems to fly, but the Olympic infrastructure and the projects, I mean, the Cross River Isle linking those areas is going to be massive for Brisbane and the Olympic Games setup. Um, obviously, it goes across, as you said, Woolloongabba, um, which is basically the home of, you know, the, the Gabba, the Brisbane Cricket Ground, um, the Gabba as everybody knows it. But that is a major project as a part of the, um, the venue master plan for the Olympic Games. And look, there's a lot of infrastructure development that's coming into Brisbane in preparation for the Olympic Games. Um, the, the master plan itself identifies 37 competition venues that are required for hosting uh, 28 Olympic and 22 Paralympic sporting events. Um, now, Brisbane is host to 22 of those venues. So um, we've stated in previous podcasts, there's 57% of the major venues for this 
um, Olympic Games are situated within five kilometres of the Brisbane CBD. So this is an Olympic Games event like no other modern Olympic Games event in that it is situated in and around the Brisbane CBD. So the suburbs that will benefit from this infrastructure development um, will be those inner city locations that are going to be more closely um, positioned to, to, you know, capitalise on some of the infrastructure that's coming into place. And if we look at some of that infrastructure, um, there's new infrastructure, there's also upgraded infrastructure as well, and there's also athletes' accommodation. So yeah. start off looking at some of that new infrastructure. So some of the new infrastructure, obviously Brisbane Brisbane Arena. It, it flagged around at one stage as Brisbane Live, Brisbane Arena. Um, there's still waiting on confirmation. I mean, the total of all these projects as well, the estimate on on the cost to all these projects is is in excess of eight billion dollars. Uh, again, an enormous amount of money when you when you think about it. So Brisbane Arena, at the initial plan for that was over Roma Street, the train station. Um, they've also now the other one they're looking at at the moment is the um, the existing poli- uh, police headquarters just next door to Roma Street, um, where they'll b- build this new arena. It, it'll have a temporary indoor pool. Um, lots and lots. It's championships like Rod, Rod Laver Arena, I guess, is a similar sort of setup um, where they will build something like Brisbane Arena, yet to be confirmed which location as well. And, look, I think that, um, you know, we know that the old Roma Street uh, train station has been demolished in preparation for this new venue. Um, but, yes, in recent months there has been some uncertainty over the exact location, but um, it is planned, it is um, it is budgeted for, and it will be delivered as part of that, that up-and-coming infrastructure um, in preparation for the 2032 Olympic Games here in Brisbane. You've, you've then got out to Moreton Bay, you've got an indoor sports centre. Um, there's also a Brisbane indoor sports centre. I think that's over Albion Way, um, close close to town. And then you and you go out, obviously, then Sunshine Coast, other um, regional areas benefit as well. Uh, Chandler indoor sports um, centre. There's also currently out there at the moment is the um, Animeers cycling track um, that was built for the Olympics. So they will update all the facilities out at Chandler um, at the Slimman Sports Complex, where they will um, build indoor facilities as well. And then down in Redlands, um, you've got the White Water Centre as well. Yeah, look, I think that there's a lot of new infrastructure that's obviously coming, but there's also some existing infrastructure that is already in place that's going to receive a massive overhaul because of the infra, uh, sorry, the Olympic Games uh, redevelopment. And um, I guess the, the one on the top of the list is the upgrade of the Brisbane Cricket Ground, better known as the Gabba. Um, it's been home to sport in Queensland for 126 years and its transformation is going to be a big part of the Brisbane Olympic infrastructure and it has been earmarked for the venue to host the opening and closing ceremonies um, as well as the the, um, athletics events, of course. So, look, early planning is currently underway um, at the Gabba to stage the design and, and deliver the infrastructure that's required for the redevelopment. Um, including how the venue is to integrate with the um, new transport precinct, including the Cross River Rail Hub. So the whole region around Woolloongabba um, is a priority development area. And what that means is there's a major focus on the redevelopment, um, not only of the Gabba itself, but also the surrounding 
um, infrastructure promenades and how that's going to link to that cross river rail infrastructure. Because remember, it's not just about the venues, it's also the public transport and the facilities that are um, integrating these venues and allowing very easy access for pedestrians to get from one location to another, not only during the Olympic Games, but also on an ongoing basis um, for Queenslanders and certainly those that live in Brisbane. A little bit different to the older listeners, I guess, that um, might be a little bit older than some of those younger ones. Um, I remember watching some cricket from the from the Gabba years ago when they had the Greyhound track still running around um, around the perimeter of the um, of the cricket ground. So the gab has definitely changed and will continue to change. A- as you mentioned about that that link up with the pedestrians, um, some of the plans from the Gabba to linking across, heading towards South Bank, um, there's a there's a massive area where pedestrians can actually walk safely without having a, to um, cross roads, and that gets you across to that um, Cross River Rail station. Actually, beyond that, there's a there's a massive new pedestrian link project, which um, for people that don't know, if you, if you look at a sky view, basically, of Brisbane, where we're from the, the Gabba on the south side and the, the Brisbane River sort of curls around and goes through the CBD and then heads out towards the west, just as it heads out towards the west is over to where Suncorp Stadium is. Um, so the pedestrian link is actually going to link up between the Gabba right down through South Bank, across the bridges and through the CBD and all the way down to Suncorp Stadium. So pedestrians can actually either walk, cycle, scooter, whatever they want, um, without actually having to jump on the roads to get a link between those um, stadiums. So linking that whole city up with with those stadiums is massive as well. Yeah, so that's a major new pedestrian link that's been proposed. And um, again, all part of this Brisbane Olympic infrastructure um, that the development is is currently underway for. And it really is a, a city of the future when we look at what Brisbane's going to be like, you know, 10 years from now, because, you know, at the moment, there's whilst there's some good connectivity for pedestrians and also cyclists, um, the improvements that are going to be made in the connectivity for those that um, are not relying on on vehicles or public transport is going to be um, enormous. And I think that's one of the benefits that we're going to see as a result of being host to the Olympic Games. Uh, The governments at all levels are working together to ensure that Brisbane becomes a very accessible city um, and a city that actually enables the movement of people very freely and in a way that actually encourages um, the use of public transport um, or freely available transport options, including walking paths, cycling paths, even proposed e-scooter lanes and things like that. Um, it's all part of the, the broader grand scheme of things in terms of what Brisbane's likely to look like 10 years from now. So, and a couple of the existing venues as well, um, if we look at them, you've got out at um, the Sleeman Sports Complex, they're currently the, the Chandler, the indoor pool complex out there. That will be updated, obviously, for for the swimming, diving, um, artistic and, and some water polo events as well, as well as the Paralympic events. Um, and also the Wairalong Rowing Centre. There's going to be an upgrade of the facilities out at Wairalong um, to support the hosting of the Olympic Games out there as well. So um, a lot of smaller venues, for example, the Brisbane International Shooting Centre will be upgraded Um a little bit further north, Sunshine Coast Stadium will be upgraded, Sunshine Coast Mountain Bike Centre, the Toowoomba Sports Grounds um, and Barlow Park up in Cairns as well. So these are all venues that are earmarked for hosting 
um, parts of the, the Olympic Games or hosting some of the events of the Olympic Games. Um, they're venues that are already in place, but they will receive a major overhaul simply because they're going to be upgraded as part of the Olympic Games redevelopment. And as we all know, when you have the Olympic Games, there's, there's obviously an athlete's village. Um, those that have seen those sort of come and be built, um, obviously there's the athlete, athlete's village, um, which is due to be built out at uh, the Hamilton foreshore. Yes, and um, Brisbane is expected to accommodate more than 16,000 athletes and officials during the Olympic Games, um, and then a further 8,000 during the Paralympic Games. So it's really important for all of those athletes to get to and from their venues um, in an easily accessible way. Um, so that Brisbane Olympic Village, as its name has been proposed, um, is earmarked for North Shore at Hamilton, and they're going to accommodate up to 10,700 athletes and officials in that location. And the provision will be uh, about 2,000 permanent dwellings that will be built out there, as well as a new hotel. So again, it's really important for Brisbane to understand how those dwellings will be used post-Olympic Games, and it's likely that they will become um, accommodation options, um, that is properties for sale uh, post-Olympic Games and therefore they'll be available for people to buy. So they'll be used for a purpose during the Olympic Games to host the officials and the athletes and then uh, most likely they'll be available for uh, purchase from, you know, residents nearby. So I guess if we're back, we jump back onto that transport side of things because obviously with, the, with these new facilities and obviously the new accommodation We've touched on the um, Cross River Rail, the Brisbane Metro, another one we've talked about in the past, well and truly underway. Um, $1.2 billion project, estimated delivery um, by 2024. And look, you know, we've seen some um, recent updates that the vehicles um, have actually been commissioned. They've, they've, they've tested those vehicles. Uh, but we also know that there's been some major construction updates um, in that tunneling activities on Adelaide Street um, have commenced just recently. Um, board piling activities in the inner northern busway at Hurston and also um, adjacent to King George Square, that's all commenced as well. Um, so we're definitely seeing updates um, or, or progress with that, that particular project uh, week on week as well and um, definitely on track to provide you know, new transport options. Um, for those that don't remember, this is a transport facility that's going to provide three-minute services during peak hour from Eight Mile Plains in the south all the way through to the Brisbane CBD, running along the current busway um, transport corridor in line with the um, the M1, yep. uh, which connects Brisbane to the Gold Coast. And then it's also going to run a second line, which is from the University of Queensland at St. Lucia um, through to Hurston on the north side of Brisbane, where the Royal Brisbane Hospital is located. So if you're not sure of the mapping, um, have a look at the Brisbane Metro project. It will show where those stage one um, lines are being built and constructed at the moment. Um, and of course, there's, there's plans in place for stage two and stage three. Um, which will further connect Brisbane and the metro um, to other areas of the city. So, so the stage one, they're looking at um, just looking forward on that on the on the um, Brisbane metro. The the depot completion that their, their target dates are mid twenty twenty three, and then late twenty three, getting it all operational. So yeah, on track for that end of twenty three, early twenty four operational for the Brisbane metro. 
I really believe, you know, it's it's really exciting to see some of these projects come to fruition. And, you know, as a local resident and also living within that five-kilometre ring from the CBD, I'm, I'm super excited about how we're going to be moving around in the city five years from now. Um, I, I know 10 years from now it'll be different again and perhaps we won't uh, need to be driving into the city. We can just jump on those e-bikes or those e-scooters and easily get there in a safe way because we know we've got pedestrian access and and bike path access all the way through without having to rely on on roads. And I would hope that those, um, you know, more green friendly options, I guess, um, don't become too congested as more and more people <laughs> jump on, jump on to alternative transport methods. I hope they're making nice wide pathways. <laughs> I think, I think the difference between, I think, Brisbane, what it will look like compared to some of those big cities um, around the world, when you, when you, you do rely on that public transport a lot, is that not only will Brisbane have the public transport set up, but it will also, as you said, the pedestrian links to be able to get around. And scooters are very, very popular up here in Brisbane. Um, you know, to get around on a scooter or an e-bike or a push bike or, or just walking, to have that opportunity to get around through the city and down through South Bank, down along across, as we said, across towards the Gabba and all through the city, um, to appreciate the city. And, and I do believe it's, it's very, very livable. Um, and the way that they're actually building these these setups around the river, the way the river curls around, um, is is obviously second to none. We talk about also the ability to, you know, pop a basket um, on the back of your bike and uh, pop a bottle of champagne and a picnic rug and a cheese platter in and cycle in and, and pick up a spot somewhere along the um, grassed area at South Bank. And, of course, Brisbane's got such an amazing climate, whether, that, whether it's winter or summer. Um, you'd be sitting in the sunshine in winter because it's beautiful um, and warm but not too cold. Um, and then, of course, in summer you'd be sitting in the shade of a tree uh, because you don't want to get sunburned. But being able to, you know, enjoy the environment and enjoy the lifestyle that Brisbane offers, it's just an example of how we do live in Brisbane um, and how we do a benefit from a lot of the parklands and the public facilities that are available to us, especially in these inner city locations. A, a lot of people, a, a development completed a, a little while ago, extremely popular with the locals, is down at uh, Howard Smith Wharves. Um, you know, Felons Breweries down there, people go down there, you can sit out in the, outside on beanbags and enjoy the that area. Not far from that, if you head just back down towards the city a little bit, uh, follow the, uh, the the footpath and the bikeway sort of along that area, you'll come to a, a big new development which is happening. And a lot of the shops in the and the restaurants down along the river there have actually quite a lot of them have closed. I think back in about June, July this year um, is the new Dexas Eagle Street Pier development. Yeah, this is a huge project. Um, the waterfront at Brisbane in Brisbane is set to change and. This project by Dexas um, is set to incorporate two new towers with a combination of office space and retail offerings. Um, there's going to be huge improvements to the river walk itself. So large public plazas opening up onto the river, really wide riverfront um, walkways, at least six metres for the full length of the site. Um, so much more pedestrian um, friendly than what we had in that location previously and a very popular location in Brisbane um, for anyone that knows that 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 specific area where Dexas is building the two new um, towers and the large you know lifestyle precinct underneath you're looking straight across at the Story Bridge so you know I know it's a popular spot for river fire I know it's a popular spot um, you know in the evening looking back at the city lights or looking across at the Story Bridge lights 
Um, it's a, an, an area that's set for, for huge advancement given the project that's uh, currently underway. So that's a, a $2.1 billion estimated cost in that development. They're looking for delivery around 2027, thereabouts. Uh, there's also, when we talk about these projects, and I keep bouncing back to that, um, the connection and, and the transport side of it, there's actually an improve with all the new green bridges that are actually happening at the moment. I know there's one down near um, the um, Breakfast Creek Hotel down Newstead Way, which will link back across. There's also another green bridge, which is coming across from Kangaroo Point, just on the other side of the river. Um, and that will link you across down towards the bottom end of um, the Dexas down near the uh, Botanical Gardens um, in that area. So really easy access again. And that's, again, this big plan on Brisbane is easy access. So whether it's through green bridges or public transport, so that people can actually enjoy these facilities and these new developments are actually going ahead. And the Kangaroo Point Bridge, which is obviously one of the new built, uh, bridges that you just referred to, um, it's going to have a dining precinct option um, right on the bridge. So to be able to dine on the, the riverway or on the, the bridge. Um, and of course, in the climate that we have here in Brisbane, what better way than to be you know out across the water? And I know that earlier this year, they did have some um, a call out for, for anyone interested in putting um, a, an option forward for who, who would actually take up the lease on that particular premises. Of course, the Neville Bonner Bridge connecting Queen's Wharf to South Bank well underway as well. Um, and I guess it's just an indication of the, the volume of pedestrian links that are currently um, connecting the north side and the south side of the river. And it really is helping to enhance the, the walkability or the cyclability of our city. Now, we, we love South Bank. We always have. Um, as, as I mentioned earlier, um, it was it was all done up for, um, that's where World Expo 88 was held. After that, they overhauled it, created a, um, uh, look, there's a rainforest there, there's a beach there, there's the big wheel, there's, yeah, it's so close to everything down in that area. Um, they're actually looking to do a massive overhaul as well on South Bank. Again, makes it that much more livable city, which we keep talking about once you've got, you know, South Bank revitalised and up and running. And also over in the city area, um, not many people will probably know, there's a section which was known as the old Frog's Hollow, um, which was the min midtown sort of precinct area. Um, it's now getting all revitalised and they're going to create a lot more green space and more livable areas in that area as well. Yeah, and let's not forget the train stations that are connected to and associated with that Cross River Rail. So there's going to be a brand new train station created at Albert Street in the Brisbane um, City Precinct and also a new Roma Street station. So you'll recall earlier we mentioned that the old Roma Street station has been demolished uh, to make way for the integration of the Brisbane Arena, which is that Brisbane Live Precinct, whereas the new Roma Street station is yet to be constructed um, in and around that, um, that station area. So look out for that and we'll provide some more updates in terms of the, the infrastructure that's coming in relation to that Cross River Rail as, as time goes on. So people obviously getting in and out of Brisbane. Um, obviously, uh, everyone wants to come to Brisbane, but um, not long ago we had a um, the next runway opened up. Um, and now they're actually talking about a potential third terminal out at the uh, Brisbane International um, Airport Terminal. Yeah, I think it's based on the fact that um, the volume of people passing through the Brisbane International Airport is set to double by 2040. Um, and they're predicting that we're going to reach about 50 million passengers every single year 
passing through the Brisbane International Airport. Remember, we are the gateway to Asia. We are the closest um, East Coast capital city connecting Australia with the rest of the world. So it's not surprising to see some of these projected numbers. And of course, um, with plans for a third terminal, um, they're looking to place that ideally between the two existing runways, which allows for uh, much easier taxiing um, of those planes into and out or away from and, and towards the, the runways themselves. So a huge, huge project uh, potentially underway there when we're looking at a third terminal. We've already got the domestic terminal and the international terminal. So a third terminal would just be, you know, a, another way to actually encourage uh, more people to move freely um, into and out of Brisbane. So as, as you can see, there's there's a lot happening in Brisbane. Um, you know, I, th I think moving forward, as I've said so many times now, it, it's going to be more and more livable compared to a lot of other major cities around the world. Um, you know, we've also got, which we've I think we've talked on before, is Victoria Park, um, which is just in near the Hurston area there. That's all going to be redeveloped as, as a major parkland. Um, there'll be Olympic, um, uh, I think there's mountain biking and there's horses and there's you name it. It's all going to happen in that area. The, the golf course is actually shut now. So they've, they've closed the golf course. They've still got the putt-putt and the driving range. Um, but the, the um, 18 hole golf course, as it was, the Vic Park, that's all been closed now in preparation to, to redevelop that. And that'll be a major lifestyle area for people to hang out up there. You get views out to the back over towards the city, um, beautiful area um, at Victoria Park as well. And um, final area that we'd like to mention today in the infrastructure update is the RNA showground um, redevelopment. We've seen huge, huge changes happen to the RNA showground precinct. Um, again, that's right um, next to Hurston, right next to the Victoria Park project. In fact, um, we've seen a lot of um, the, the older streets done up, restaurant precincts, bars, cafes popping up throughout that region. There's a lot of higher density residential development that's already underway. There's a new uh, conference centre that's been constructed. So um, basically better utilising that land. The project um, updates the priority development area. It's already underway, but uh, we're seeing more and more transformation happening in and around that region. And of course, anyone that knows or has ever attended the ECA um, will know and understand that each year uh, the way the ECA is hosted changes slightly simply because the development in and around that region um, is so significant at the moment and has been for a number of years already. So some major projects, a lot of exciting times ahead for Brisbane. Um, obviously, we're on the ground here in Brisbane and um, we see it happening day in, day out. So look, if, if you're interested to know a bit, of, a bit more about Brisbane, um, reach out to someone at, at the team here at Streamline Property Buyers. We're always happy to chat to people and Tell them what's happening and what's what's coming up in the future. So, yeah, if you need help, reach out. We're always happy to have a chat. Um, look, as usual, I will let Melinda close up until next time. Thank you very much for listening. Take care and bye for now. Yeah, and I'd just like to, to wrap up today's podcast just with some interesting information about Brisbane. Obviously, we've um, been a, a small country town in the eyes of other um, people that might live in Sydney and Melbourne, but we've actually continued to establish ourselves as um, as a growing city. And in fact, we're now Australia's third largest economic centre. We've got a growing number of premium grade um, developments planned or under construction. Um, and a lot of those are actually in and around the Brisbane CBD. So um, there is projected growth 
of about 1.5 million people over the next 20 years. So we are not going to be um, a small city for much longer. Our population density is significantly increasing over time. And we do believe that by the time we are hosting the 2032 Olympic Games, we will be a very different city to the city that we have or the city that we are today. Um, of course, between now and then, so much opportunity in a city like Brisbane. There's, you know, tens of thousands of jobs that um, are likely to present themselves, especially in relation to this huge construction and infrastructure boom that's underway. Um, and that's always fantastic for the local um, economic prosperity as well. So as Scott said, you know, if you're interested in understanding what is happening on the ground here in Brisbane, of course, we're always keeping up with the very latest um, developments and also, you know, understanding which suburbs, which areas will benefit most as a result of these types of um, redevelopment projects. As always, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast again today. I hope you've I hope you've enjoyed listening to this update in terms of the infrastructure that is underway. We're certainly excited about the future. We hope you are too. Um, we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Um, between now and then, if you do get the time to leave us a review, we would love that. Um, five stars if you can. Uh, we always like to hear what you love about the show, so uh, please don't hesitate to reach out if you've got any ideas or suggestions for us. Have a fabulous week and we'll speak to you again soon. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in today. Please remember everything we have spoken about on this podcast is general in nature and we always recommend that you obtain independent advice in relation to your specific circumstances. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review on iTunes and of course, tell your friends about us. If you would like to get in contact, please visit www.brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au or email us at info at brisbanepropertypodcast.com.au. Feel free to send in any questions and we will try to answer them in future episodes.